You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world unto all nations for a witness. Then shall the end come. Let us give thanks and praise to the Most High for it's a great, grand and glorious privilege to be alive today. Many around the world are not alive and there are so many families that are grieving the loss of their loved ones. Remember them in your prayer. Remember also those in the hospital who are suffering because of whatever disease or sickness or injury. Pray also for the doctors and the nurses and the entire medical staff. Oscar-winning actor Sean Penn was in Ukraine with a documentary crew and met with Vladimir Zelensky on the day before Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. Penn, in interviewing this great man, this president, he said in an interview on MSNBC that it cannot be conceived that this man was not raised up to lead in such a time as this. In other words, he was saying that the president of Ukraine was born for this. But today I'm going to be talking to you about a man who was born to suffer. A man who came to this earth to redeem you and me from sin. The word today is entitled, Born to Suffer. Born to Suffer. We will get back to the word after this. Heavenly Father, today we thank you for your goodness towards us on the land of the living. We thank you for waking us up today. We thank you for providing for us food, shelter, clothing, health, and strength. And as we look at your word, I pray, Father, that you would open our hearts, our minds, and our understanding, that your Holy Spirit will impress upon the hearts and minds of men and women, boys and girls around the world, that you love them, that you loved us with such a love that you sent your only begotten Son to die for us. So touch lives, change hearts, and save souls today. In your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Man disobeyed Yahweh's commandment. And as a result of man's disobedience, man who was placed in the earth as a steward relinquished his stewardship to Satan. And as a result, Yahweh sent his only begotten son into the world, born under the law, born of a virgin, took on our sins so that you and I may be free from eternal damnation. Let us look at Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 16. Yahweh saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness, it sustained him. There was no one on earth who could take the place of an intercessor before Yahweh and man. There was none because all had sinned and fallen short of the glory of Yahweh. But Yahweh did something, something that caused the angels in heaven to look down into the plan of salvation, to look on with great interest into the plan of redemption, man's redemption. 
And Yahweh the father said to his son, I need an intercessor. I need you to go to be the sacrifice for the sins of mankind. And Yahushua the son said to his father in Psalms 40 and verse 8, I delight to do your will, O my Elohim, and your law is within my heart. Yahushua is here saying to his father, I delight to do your will, O my Elohim, to wait in obeying the law, in submitting to all the trials appointed to me, in making an atonement for the sins of men. I delight to do your will. In other words, even though there's going to be hardship and suffering, even though those who I'm going to die for will reject me, will mock me, will spit upon me, will nail me to a tree, I delight to do your will, Father. I will go and die for them. He continues in saying that, Yes, your law is within my heart, in the midst of my bowels. This is not just lip service by Joshua to his father. This was in the midst of his bowels. The idea here is that the law of Yahweh was within him. His obedience was not external but proceeded from the heart. That heart of love, divine love and compassion for the subjects whom he created and formed from the dust with his own loving hands. He was going to be nailed to a cruel tree. The hands that formed man from the dust, those hands that fed thousands, the hands that touched the sick the hands that touched blinded eyes and opened them. These hands were going to be nailed to a cruel tree. And he said to his father, I delight to do your will. Let us look at Isaiah 53 and verse 3 to 6 and verse 10. You may read the whole of Isaiah 53, but I'm taking just in the interest of time these few verses to bring across my point that Yehoshua Hamashiach, the Lion of Judah, Ariyeh Yehuda, that he was born to suffer. And verse 3 says, He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Let me pause here for a good cause. Jehoshua was despised the king of kings and the master of masters, he by whom uh, the world and the universe and angels and the creatures, uh, great and small, were created, for he is the word of Yahweh. And Yahweh spoke, and the Son created, and it was held in check by the Holy Spirit. This king, uh, the Son of Yahweh, was despised and was rejected by those he came to save. Too many times we feel the scourge and the, the rejection from our peers, from our family members, from our co-workers, from those in society. We feel despised and rejected and we sometimes go into depression. We go into seclusion and we hide ourselves from society because we feel that the world has turned its back upon us. Do you know what I'm talking about today? He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. You see, the sorrows of you and I, the sorrows of 
being alienated from Yahweh, the sorrows of being cut off from Yahweh. He was acquainted with that sorrow. He was acquainted with our sickness. He was acquainted with our diseases. He was acquainted with all that we will go through on earth because of being alienated from Yahweh, because of our sins, because our sins have separated us from Yahweh. So Yahushua came a man of sorrows when he looked down and he saw that he came to save sinners and those whom he would try to save will curse him, would say that he is a drunkard and a glutton and that he's casting out demons in the name of Satan Beelzebub. You and I don't know sorrow, for he took the sorrow of billions of people upon him. He took the sorrow of every man, woman, boy, and girl upon his shoulders, and he carried our sorrows. The scripture goes on to say that, And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. But we esteem criminals, we esteem drug pushers, we esteem crooked and corrupt politicians, we esteem wicked and rebellious people, we esteem them, we esteem athletes. But they never esteemed Yahushua that he was the son of Yahweh. He came to this earth, this dark world to bring light. We did not esteem him. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by Yahweh and afflicted. You see, they said that he had done wrong, that Yahweh had touched him in that way. He had to have done something wrong. Remember when Job was touched and Yahweh gave Satan permission to touch Job but don't take his life? Job was smitten with all sorts of sores from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. His friends came to visit him. Not one said a word for seven days. They thought that Job was paying for some wrong that he had done, that Yahweh's wrath had fallen upon him. But the truth of the matter is that Yahweh sent his son into the world to die the death that you and I should die. And Yahweh's wrath and divine disdain for sin came down upon his son as a mighty torrent. Yahweh's disdain and hatred for sin was borne out in the punishment and the sufferings of Yahushua who took your sins and my sins. But he was wounded, verse 5 says, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. The peace that we were supposed to have, we could not have it because sin separated us from Yahweh. So Yahushua came and he took our beatings, he took our punishment, he took our stripes, he took the penalty of death upon him so that we may have peace, that we may learn how to forgive others, that we may know that he loves us so much to die for us and to take the suffering for his subjects. Verse 10 says, Yet it pleased Yahweh to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days. This is powerful. This is deep. You see, friends, it pleased Yahweh the Father to bruise him. He was not delighted that his servant, 
his only begotten son, the Messiah, should suffer, but rather in view of the eternal welfare of men and the security of the universe, it was best for him to suffer. It pleased the Most High in the sense that it was the will of the Most High. Only thus could the plan of salvation succeed. The sufferings of Yeshua HaMashiach were part of the eternal plan of salvation. Let us look at Acts chapter 2 and verse 23 and hear what it says. Acts chapter 2 and verse 23. The word of Yahweh says, Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and the foreknowledge of Yahweh, ye have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. And chapter 3 and verse 18 say of the same book, But those things which Yahweh before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Yeshua, Hamashiach, should suffer, he had so fulfilled. Uh, this is the love of Yahweh for his subjects. And let us look at the pleasure of the Most High a little closer. The will of Yahweh. Yeshua took delight in performing the will of his Father for you and me by going to the cross. He did not complain. He did not sulk away in a corner. But he was delighted. It, it was just joy in his heart to come to this earth to save you and me. Oh, would you say amen today? And through him, Yahweh's will would once more prevail against men. The Messiah's mission would be successful. And that is where I turn now to you. After you have recognized that your Savior was born to suffer, he was born just to take your sins and my sins in the most cruel and horrific way, to die by being nailed to a tree. And uh, when we are tempted to complain uh, because we're going through great trials and tribulation, let me turn my attention now to you and me. 1 Peter 1 verse 6 says, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. The time will come when if needs be, if just but for a little while, a little season, we will go through heaviness because of manifold temptations. Temptations through persecution, through rejection, through oppressiveness. But we still have to rejoice because we know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy, oh yes, brothers and sisters, joy comes in the morning. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3 and verse 12. The word says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Yeshua HaMashiach shall suffer persecution. As long as you live godly in Yeshua HaMashiach, prepare yourself because you will. We will. I will suffer persecution. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 9. Yahushua himself said, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my sake. So if you don't want to be hated by all nations for the sake of Yeshua, 
if you do not want to be delivered up to be afflicted and to be killed, think carefully. Because this journey is not one for those who will turn away and run in the heat of battle in this great controversy. United States of America several times begged uh, President Vladimir Zelensky to leave Ukraine and come to a place of safety where he can command his army without the risk of being assassinated or killed. The president said these words that is reverberating around the world. And his response was, in the face of war, the commander-in-chief of Ukraine, his response was, I do not need a ride. I need ammunition. Come on, somebody, say amen. This reminds me of when Peter was trying to persuade Yeshua HaMashiach from going to the cross. And, and Yeshua looked at Peter and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. This is almost the same thing that was done to the president of Ukraine. Yeshua saw Satan telling Peter to say these words to try to prevent him from going to the cross, to discourage him. And in other words, Yeshua was saying to Satan, I don't need a ride out of here to go back to glory. I need to defeat you at the cross. I need to defeat you in the tomb. I'm going to defeat you, Satan. I don't need a ride out of here. I came to this earth to fulfill my father's mission. Would you say amen today? My uh, final text to you is from Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10. Uh, Yeshua himself who went to the cross, Yeshua himself who died and was resurrected on the third day and ascended on the right hand of majesty interceding for you and me, is saying this to us. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Words that you can take to the bank and cash. Words that you can trust, for the words of the Savior are yea and amen. And I trust him, and I know that he will save me when he shall come. What about you? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word today. A word that you have reminded us. You came into the world just for one purpose, to do your Father's will. You said that you delight to do the will of your Father. And you came to this world because you loved us so much that you died for us. You did not shy away from the sufferings, for you were born to suffer. You were a man of sorrows. You came to earth because it pleased your father to bruise you and put you to grief. But you shall see the travail of your soul and shall be filled with joy. For millions and millions of people will be saved by your great sacrifice, Yeshua, my Savior. So, Yeshua, I thank you today. And I'm grateful that you died for me and that you remained upon that cross. So that that boy 
that girl, that man, that woman might be saved in your kingdom. Thank you for this word today. Thank you for touching hearts, changing lives, and saving souls. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.